Day 5. Offer. It may sound odd to say that God gives us good gifts so that we can give them back to Him, but that's the point. God isn't simply a kindly old benefactor dishing out goodies at random. God has plans for His world, and He gives us good gifts so that, through our responsible use of them, we can be part of those plans. Some people object to this, so they suggest you're saying that God doesn't really love us, but He simply manipulates us for His own ends. Are we just pawns on His chessboard? Absolutely not. We are human beings made in God's image, made to reflect God into the world and to reflect the praises of the world back to God. But this will only happen if we offer God's gifts back to Him to use as He chooses. The point, of course, to say it again, is that our relationship with God is more complicated than the relationship with a disinterested benefactor. God wants us to be His friends, His working partners, even, dare I say, His design consultants. God, having given us gifts, really wants our contribution, the free, creative, spontaneous work that we come up with in whatever sphere it may be. God himself is the source of utter, generous, creative love, and in making us in his image, he wants us to be people of utter, generous, creative love ourselves. But this won't be random. It will be tied in to his purposes in the world, The gifts of God and the mission of God go closely together. Putting it like that may sound straightforward, but of course it isn't. We easily deceive ourselves about vocation, and we start to write imaginary life scripts in which, guess what, we end up playing the hero. Back again to the challenge of humility. The psalmist wrote, I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of ungodliness. And when we come to Jesus, the challenge is even starker. If you love your life, he says, you'll lose it. And if you hate it, you will keep it for the age to come. What does he mean? Jesus said those words knowing full well that he himself was to go to Jerusalem and, as he said, to give his life as a ransom for many. We know the story so well that we often miss the point. Here was Jesus launching God's kingdom, healing the sick, teaching the truth, challenging the rich and powerful, giving thousands of people a reason to hope, a fresh vision of God. So why did it have to stop so soon? Wouldn't it have been better for Jesus to face down the opposition, to stick around for a decade or two, to travel more widely, and to launch the movement on a sensible, broad-based foundation? Such a suggestion would have earned the rebuke which Jesus gave to Peter. Get behind me, Satan. You're thinking like humans think, not like God thinks. Jesus' public career was only one aspect of his vocation. At its heart lay the darker challenge to meet the unseen Lord of Death in face-to-face combat, to go to the place of utter darkness in order to overthrow its power and to emerge with new light and life for the world. And Jesus was challenging his followers to do the same. The gift of life itself is given in order to be laid down. Every subsequent generation has faced the same challenge in different ways. Many then and many now have quite literally put their lives on the line for Jesus. Many have chosen to work hard for the gospel in obscurity and relative poverty rather than do a flashy job with a big salary but no kingdom impact. 
Many have given up the prospect of marriage and family to work for God's kingdom with every breath they take. In all this they are aware, as my old teacher used to put it, of a debt of love which only love could repay. They think of Jesus going to the cross, and they say to themselves, He did all that for me, and the very least I can do is to give him back my little life and its small ambitions. And when we pray for our friends, that is part of what we should most want for them, that they will discover the glorious freedom that comes when we stop gripping tightly onto the controls of our lives and offer every aspect of them to God. And when people think like that, then, as with Jesus himself going to his death, the world has no idea what's going to happen next. And so we pray. Gracious Lord, as we thank you for all that you have given us and the gift of life itself, give us the wisdom to know how to offer these gifts to your service. Take us and use us, we pray, to advance your kingdom and glory in the world. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.